Welcome back to Black Her Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back to discuss a new series entitled Will Trent on ABC. I had intended to have this series out a little later. However, life just got in the way. But we are here now to discuss the premiere, which uh, debuted January 3rd. You can also view the series on the Hulu app, which is what I have now currently. Premise of the series is Will Trent, having been abandoned by his parents as a child, has had to grow up in the Atlanta foster care system, which has had a lasting effect on him. Despite being dyslexic, he has grown up to become a special agent in the Georgia Bureau of Investigations, or GBI. Trent has an eye for observational detail, and this has enabled him to become the GBI agent with the highest case clearance rate. This has engendered animosity in some of his peers and also from Atlanta police department officers because Trent had been assigned a police corruption case and solving it resulted in the arrest of several APD officers, which we saw a lot of that, the fallout of that in this episode as we continue to work through it, clearly people are still in their feelings. Why are you mad? I often find this thought process rather stupid because they betray their oath, not the person <laughs> that caught them for betraying their oath. It's such a stupid uh, cult of personality thing. It's like, no, when they betray your department, they betrayed you. Take fucking offense and stop being mad at the people that bring them to accountability. It doesn't make any, they're the corrupt ones. They have done something wrong. Not the person that ultimately brought them to justice. And you're an accessory to the fact. So that's how I feel about that. Why the fuck do you have to run it? This series is based on Karen Slaughter's Will Trent series of novels. I've never been a huge murder mystery fan, but who knows? Maybe I will put this in my in my book list because I am trying to, to read at least 20 books this year. I think I saw some others, uh, a man who was ambitiously saying 90. I'm like, shit, 90? I don't think so. Uh, this is a police procedural, which there are quite a few shows out there that have this kind of premise, this kind of basis. But I think the difference is, uh, and I am thinking elementary, they have the special thing with Bones. They have the Sherlock. They keep coming out with a series that have this premise, but very rarely do we see one with a man of color. So I am, I'm happy about that. I, I want to support just f based on that. But I do think that they've gotten a pretty fleshed out cast. Speaking of Ramon Rodriguez plays Will Trent, Erica Christensen as Angie Pulaski. Iantha Richardson as Faith, Jake McLaughlin as Michael, and Sonia Sohn as Amanda. I'm thinking Michael, is he the, yes, he's the officer who uh, is now going to be Angie's new partner. They have dropped a lot of nuggets in the, the characterizations about who they are, where they're starting, and where they could possibly be going in the future, or what their possible struggles will be. Thus far, I see that four episodes have been ordered, but I do not know how many will be for this pilot series. Um, wait, it did say in August 2022, ABC ordered a series for 2023. Um, Still doesn't tell me how many episodes. So I guess we will find out as we go. Thus far, it seems as if it has a pretty decent response. Uh, as far as critical, I gave it a B minus from the AV Club, but it's still a relatively new series. So if it wasn't for Mimi saying this was so good, I would not. And then Parthenia co-signing almost immediately, I would not have jumped in because I know ABC and I know I can get my hopes up and then they'll be very quickly dashed. However, I, I, I joined in, I joined in and now, now we get to see how I feel about the episode. So let's jump into the review. Hey, 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 
is trying to get rid of a dog named Betty, the cutest little dog that I wouldn't want to own either after his neighbor has passed away. (laughs) Wow. The people at the clinic are certainly trying to get him to take the dog instead of putting it up for adoption. It's only when they say that we mostly don't kill animals here that he's finally convinced to take the dog home. His boss shows up and tells him to get the fuck in the car. We caught a case. (laughs) There's some beef between them because she assigned him the the highly contentious politically corrupt case for the governor which is a hard boss and despite the fact that they have a little bit of a tension filled relationship it's clear that she protects him from the vultures out there and that he is really good at his job she has absolutely no coup though she'll be like get the fuck in the car (laughs) i've got shit to do (laughs) amanda I got something for you. You just got to look around, make sure everything's peasy. And, and you know, it's a, it's involving people with money. This is what happens. They call us and, and anytime that a, a missing white girl goes, goes MIA, you know, the world has to come to a halt and the police need to show up 55 to 100 deep for one kidnapping while the rest of the city simply burns but that's when we get our introduction to i don't remember the actress's name but i want to say she was in house and now i know what they meant when they kept saying zach i was like who the fuck zach (laughs) i I saw that in our chat but i had no idea what they were talking about and i was like hopefully it's not a spoiler i'm like i don't know who the fuck is zach oh you mean paul mark glosser (laughs) (laughs) the actor yes he's in this so some pretty prominent figures in the pilot episode which is it turns out to be truly a uh part one and part two i suppose this would be a good time to give credit where credit's due the pilot was written by liz heldens and daniel thomason and directed by paul mcgilgan what i just saw he was just uh (laughs) he was all over inside man that's why i was uh (laughs) surprised to see that name i'm glad to see you still getting work because that show was not great uh from there we get to the scene of a possible homicide but it turns out it's a homicide kidnapping because the mom gets home, well, one, she's cursing out her husband because he had an affair. And then she gets into the house. She sees that it's broken in. He's like, I'm going to call 911. Don't go in there. But she does because she's like, my daughter, Emma, I have to go in there. And any mother would, and the way she even just slowly went in there, I would have been like, Emma! <laughs> I was screaming my daughter's name. I would not be, well, I guess I suppose if you don't know what the scenario is. But I feel like my, my, my Shira would kick in. <laughs> like, where's my daughter? And she better present herself soon. And I would have grabbed a weapon. I wouldn't even have dropped that damn thing. That thing would have been in my hand. Matter of fact, I might have just slipped to the kitchen to grab a knife. Then make my way upstairs, especially if I saw a bloody footprint. I know someone's injured and that should not be there. So she makes her way upstairs and finds a kid coming out. And as soon as I saw this kid, I was like, that's not the killer. <laughs> <laughs> because he didn't look like he was trying to attack her looked like he was just as confused <laughs> he's stumbling around but i also understand in her defense someone's coming at me they're grabbing at me they got a knife in their hand they're bloody i don't know what's going on things are happening too fast of course i react and think that he's pushing me down the stairs so i defend myself and i will give her that much credit she fucking she fucking defended herself <laughs> <laughs> and strangled the kid to death even though he was already on his way to the morgue is my guess since his lungs were swelling up with fluid i don't think the police would have got there in time <laughs> so the weirder part is her not running back upstairs and being like my baby because no one would have stopped me police be damned of cradling my deceased child so then the husband comes home and will and the husband know each other and he proceeds to call him trash can
what's crazy is this man later on in the episode knocked on his door in the middle of the night and still called him trash. <laughs> That's when you know you <laughs> you are just the worst. <laughs> Come and knock on my door. You go call me by the insult after you bullied me. It turns out these two grew up in the same orphanage. And while he bullied everyone, he certainly picked on, he picked on Will the most. But there's also the possibility that, that he was sexually assaulted, Paul Campio, Campino, he was sexually assaulted when he, uh, when he was in foster care, because he talks about how often, more often than not, they're looking for a forever home and they get sent out to monsters. Foster care, birth mothers, or, 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 you know, blood relations. I find myself continuously appalled uh, the older I get on how much society really doesn't give a fuck about their children. And it's, <laughs> it's awful. Despite what they tried to put you on them commercials, do not get it twisted. The real world is really trash when it comes to a lot of children out there in the world having good, decent parents, caring parents it's not as prolific as i assumed when i was way younger (laughs) now that i'm older i'm just like geez how could you not care i mean you take them to school every day and you don't care that their grades suck you don't care that they're problematic it's just a lot of uh it's a sad situation it's a sad and the pandemic sure as shit didn't help because then school ended up being a refuge for many and then they didn't have that refuge. But that is how the case is brought into context with Will being lead after he realizes that A, the APD, clearly saying this is an open and shut case, could not see that the that the, the person that smashed the window could not have possibly reached the front door, which means it was an inside job because I watched enough TV shows to know that. And I'm just putting my money right now on the daddy. He did it. Because he even said, why didn't, when he married her, name himself Paul Bentley? Because <laughs> he's a car salesman and that would make the most sense. I thought everybody going around calling him trader was a little bit too much. A little, little too much. <laughs> it's juvenile for what it is. I understand one or two bitch ass people, but the continued hazing was juvenile, particularly from people who are supposed to be keeping a little bit of a rein. I can understand the plain coats officers, but the one guy is like, "Yeah, I got the scene. I can tell you what. Like, like just for five seconds, you can be professional. I don't, I don't, I don't know why they have to over, over flesh that. We get it." It was written on his car. (laughs) He's not respected when he goes into a room. But simply put, the man is in a higher position than most of you. And the fact that, I don't know, it's just why do we want to continue to put out this myth of what it's like to be a shitty police officer versus what it's like to be a good police officer? Lead by example. I don't know. But he is able to clearly read the scene. I know people don't like to be stepped on, but that that's why you have the separation of your plainclothes officers, your detectives. But clearly, you missed a few things. And the minute you figured out you missed a few things, you're like, well, yep, uh, clearly this is war that's going on. I, I don't I don't know. I just <laughs> when an expert comes in on my uh, to talk to someone about something I might miss because I'm not the expert on that. I'm like, OK, yeah, sure. That's fair. That's why you make the big bucks. Uh, he goes upstairs and that was really fucked up. How did you not have anybody identify the daughter? What? There's two pairs of shoes. No one asked any questions. They just assumed there were the two girls pairs of shoes. Uh, then they at least Faith was trying to catch up, even though she can't stand and was trying to catch up with at least what he was saying. Like, you know, what? I may not have to like you, but I do see what you're doing <laughs> and pick it up what everybody else in this room missed and thus that is beneficial to me and so they they get the husband or he comes in and uh as soon as he heard his name he started playing with his handkerchief and he ends up showing him up to the crime scene and he's like no that's not that's not her she has a birthmark that's uh the other girl i can't remember her name is and nobody cares about this other girl who died we never even seen her parents show up (laughs) 
no cousin, no family member, no nothing, no nothing. So uh, she's just a corpse upstairs and no one cares because there's a kidnapping of another missing white girl. I did laugh at the one guy when he said um, the line. <laughs> he did say 100% not what AFD assumes. And he goes, well, you know, she was doing that Pilates well, how big was she? I don't know. Rich white lady size, a hundred pounds soaking wet, carries her intestines in her purse. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. I found that line to be quite hysterical. <laughs> this continues on as uh, Faith and Will follow the the video the the car that was taken to a a shop that happens to be spotted by. DEA uh what do you call it when they're when they're undercover well you just call them undercover I feel like they call them something else though but that's where we meet the Angie character turns out that she has a little bit of a drug problem but she's also working undercover narcotics she's about to make a drug a big drug buy however she sees or while watching the television one of the girls in the shop with her sees that that car is parked there. So the police show up despite her dis- asking for some discretion because <laughs> they need to make a big scene of everything. <laughs> uh, there's a camera that leads to and Faith's with them because Sonia basically said, you need to go. I'm like helping you out. The way they talk to each other is hysterical. She's like, girl, get the fuck. I didn't fucking ask you your opinion. <laughs> you ungrateful bitch. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was like damn at first I thought that was her daughter <laughs> I was making a whole lot of assumptions I was like that's oh your mama only talked to you like that and on the job and on the job no respect <laughs> for you as a person <laughs> so yeah they're paired up together but Faith is very frustrated because Will does not share anything she has to say hello he's in his own world he's listening back to his own tapes uh that he records and he's not letting her in on working this case together even though he doesn't want to work with a partner and that's the reason why he did the other corruption case so he didn't have to work with someone but it seems like they will be working together after all The kid shows them the the recordings, very grainy, but it shows that the kidnapper left someone and drove off in another vehicle after an exchange. He notices that the kid is dys- dyslexic based on his uh, the way in which he color codes things. They then get back to the police station <laughs> where our four of our officers get into well one. That's when we, we get, we meet Michael when he shows up at the scene and he's like, why am I here? I don't give a fuck about some missing white bitch. I'm a thought. I'll own it. I'm not ashamed. Dude, why is she? <sighs> he didn't say those exact words, but that's what he meant. Why would his mom? <laughs> Her mama was right there. He did not care. That tells us a lot about this character. He's someone's a little reckless. Uh, clearly someone who's not afraid to get a little physical as he goes to the roommate. Because uh, they identified the kid, the dead boy, who was having sex with a minor. But they're trying to uh, told to keep it on the DL. There was some guy that was leaving notes. We find out a little bit later who was saying to stay away from the pedo. If he's saying that, especially based on the information that the wife stated earlier that my husband has a type she's 22 but she looks 17 yeah it's possible that he was sleeping with emily and emma found out and that's why she's being held hostage or could be a third person involved we don't know Uh, because i think the husband was still back with his wife is my guess so it has to be another person involved uh maybe even emma got something else involved but i don't know the way in which he said i killed him at the end of this episode is like mm, i think the 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 the, the other thing he has something to do with it but it's during that session that uh michael's partner has a heart attack 
And he didn't notice that. It, you could tell first when he bent over, he's like, fuck, something's wrong. And then he ends up passing out when he tries to keep everybody away from the fact that they're trying to film him. So they're like, this is police brutality, which it is. It is. <laughs> which is why I don't understand why one would be mad <laughs> for getting corrupt officers out there. Like, you're making us all look bad, okay? You're making us all look bad. I don't like it. But alas. So because of this and the fact that she was able to get Angie was able to get her the person that she busted because she found out that his girl was getting punched because she saw him skimming money. So she decided uh, out of fear that she will break his taillight so he can get he can get pulled over to get the money out of his trunk. And then she goes and confronts him and tells him, hey, you think that you got your girl in check? But guess what? How did you think I found out about the money in your trunk? You idiot. Why are you looking all smug? So you need to flip. So she he does flip. And now her and Michael are partners, but we saw she clearly is still taking drugs and whatever their relationship was in the past, it did not end well. It may have even ended in an affair because she looks like she might be a little sloppy. <laughs> um, But she's going back to homicide. So that's nice. That's nice. I like her character though. I think she's a very no nonsense, very much exactly what you would expect from someone who's a da undercover type of agent but now she's going back to homicide and even her i want to say her aa sponsor thinks that that's a good idea because of my guess is she went through some stuff that was very very well known to everybody (laughs) in regards to her actions uh going back to faith and will uh, there is a moment in which they do have a conversation where she explain where he explains to Celestia and how they grew up in the foster home after he provokes a fight from Paul asking for his DNA because he stops her in the ele- in the elevator and instead of just asking her he just stops the elevator and be like no 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 what's the question behind the question because she wanted to 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 talk to Paul why was that she says maybe because you have a horrible personality and you're off putting with your three piece suit. <laughs> but seriously no I tried to talk to the wife this morning and he would not allow me to so something is off with them and I need to know what that is he's like fine and this is what sharing is like you should you should try it more often well he does at the end of the episode (laughs) so because of that he realizes oh okay so I just need to throw a grenade in there and see what happens and that is the revealing that they know each other that they both grew up in an orphanage which shocks the wife because she never knew anything about that because he's like it's forever to go but I need to know these things about you and then she realizes look something's going on maybe he did have sex with that girl because he sure as hell had sex with this other 22 year old and they look a whole hell of a lot similar and then she passes that information the fact that he was sexually assaulted as well we know that victims of predators often become predators I mean it's not always but it very much is not an uncalled for unbelieved manifestation of said sexual assault. So if he's saying, hey, this is a place of monsters and it created this monster, I think that that would be a pretty great uh, bookmark to these, to, to basically who Will is as a person and who Will could have been as a person. I don't know what else happened to Will because we know we see he's got a lot of scars on his body. But whatever it is, he clearly and he, and he still even to someone he knows very well is tapping at the at the touch or at least a little reluctant or skittish is maybe the better word. And this actually is a lot to share with someone. I mean, it just especially from a male perspective, you know, they're always got to be the the higher than I mean, to know I'm this smart. And, I, and yet it takes me a really long time to to read. But it's just a condition doesn't take away from exactly who you are as a person. And this all leads to pretty much him and Faith getting a little bit more comfortable. Faith is being told by Amanda that she wants her to step up in the GBI, that Will can help you become surgical. You need to start advancing your career. I've known you your whole life and your child is in college. And I was the same way with Will. How the fuck you got a kid into college? Explain to me. Explain to me. 
So my guess is she probably got pregnant really young and then still had to make a a life for herself. Turns out though, she does have real beef with Will because in the car when she is or he is fixing her glove compartment, she's like, the tape works just fine. It's like, uh, your warranty out? Uh, The tape works just fine. I just fixed it for you. Bitch, the tape was working just fine. Leave me alone. But it turns out that her mother was one of the, cause she's like, what is my name? You didn't think to bother to ask about it, which that is rude. <laughs> and she's like, Faith Mitchell. And he's like, Mitchell, yes, you put my mother, who apparently was a 20 year old veteran, out of a job. And I wanna know more. What'd she do? Cause y'all can't be blaming people for things they do themselves. <laughs> And you should know that as an officer. Again, I'd be very, I'd be like, how could you betray me? Embarrass me. However, despite what she's saying, even when she was talking to Michael on the phone, like, how much do you want to punch him in the face? Like, I really do want to punch him in the face. However, when he showed up to that crime scene, he read it like a book better than everybody else there. And I can't, I can't, I can't sleep on the scale. Will gets home after sharing a little bit of himself with Faith and realizes that he owns a dog. And also Angie's on her couch looking all types of comfortable because she has a key. They haven't seen each other in months, but it doesn't matter. They pick up their relationship pretty quickly. It seems like they've been friends for a really long time. They probably grew up in the same foster care system together because she says, oh, trash can or that guy, Paul, like I'll beat his ass. Like I did before. So my guess is uh, they definitely have a long, long history together. And they have the, they get sexy times. And then he tries to read. Was it Emma's or Adam's? One of the, one of their papers from school. Because the one kid ends up coming in. He's the one that led them to. And that's another thing. You don't have to beat the shit out of people just to get them to do the right thing. That, that's always was shown in movies, right? You have to, you gotta tell me. I understand this is some punk ass motherfucker on the street, you know, a drug dealer or somebody that's just so like you and the, 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 the police and them go back and forth for so long. You do need to step into their grill a little bit, but some college student that's no, this is excessive. That's excessive. I think if you just guilt trip them and, and spend some time with them treating them like a person yes he did the right thing and came in all on his own like that dude was just an asshole but yeah uh he was my adam was seeing this girl she was younger here's the note that leads him back because it's uh written backward the word wreck leads it back to the kid at the uh the video shop and he ends up locking himself in the the music soundproof booth and ends up killing himself after he was told to do so because he said he did it for Emma, but he fucked up. He never meant to kill anybody. So clearly he was involved, but he was not involved to the point of where he thought he was going to get involved. And uh, fortunately, he couldn't live with the guilt, but it doesn't answer because he didn't answer any questions on what led to this or where Emma is. He only says he doesn't know. And I think he genuinely did not know. Like you could see in the video, they got someone ran off and after transferring her and that was that (laughs) he was left there like, oh, you've done your part. Will does chastise himself for not seeing it earlier. And I kind of was like thinking the same thing. I was like, looking out that window, you know, nosy ass people ain't got nothing to do. But I guess if he was like in a recording session, <laughs> I would have said, how many, how much, how many bookings does this place get? Maybe because I'm just a consistently suspicious person. But I'm like, how do you not hear a kidnapping outside? <laughs> Especially when that dude was like so terribly upset over it. But get, then again, the music, that kind of, that's actually a very plausible deniability part uh just like when the guy was like uh you know the the strength of a mother see i figured it all out (laughs) i gotta answer for all your questions no you don't (laughs) oh actually that was a good catch when um he's like you can read it yourself he's like you read it to me ah i missed that the first time it actually just came to me (laughs) that they were dropping hints about his dyslexia earlier in the episode 
But it does end with Paul knocking on his door with blood all over him saying, I messed up. I need help. But why would you, A, knock on someone's door and, as I stated earlier, call them trash? <laughs> and now, I don't know, go to the fucking police. I'm all fucking guilty. Unless, of course, he's involved in the kidnapping and then it went too far and now he's lost control of the whole situation. That makes a little bit more sense to go to someone you know versus having to explain the whole horrible ordeal. Plus, they did get his DNA. They clearly took his DNA. Um, <laughs> and if you had to say pedo, that means a grown-ass man was sleeping with that child. Even though he could have said the same thing for, you know, a college student. So that doesn't necessarily mean that it was, uh, but it was Paul. But Paul certainly got his DNA all over this. Emma hid in the closet. He's like, does this smell like piss? <laughs> She's like, I know you're weird. But it's a hard time to defending you when you say shit like that. <laughs> That's not even a weird question. <laughs> but I do like how they do the, cause a lot of these shows, the, the, the parts that people like myself watch for are the, the creativity of how they re- deconstruct the crime scenes, the filming of the crimes as they occurred. They put a lot of attention to detail. And then having him retrace, I thought all of that was really good. And it's hard to find a unique way to keep doing that. So I thought it was pretty symmetrical all around. I gave this episode a 9.4 out of 10. I would definitely recommend this pilot to anyone. And I'm looking forward to getting into the next episode, which I will be watching today. I probably will be recording today, even though I might not put it out today. Just because I want to see the conclusion of already. And I think if this is on the schedule for either Tuesday or Wednesday, Uh, But we will have the second episode out this week. And if I'm lucky, I can get the third episode out at least by this weekend. We do have feedback. So let's hop into the mailbag. What up, Stina? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for Will Trent, uh, season one, episode one. Like, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I am pretty sure I'm the reason that this show is on the calendar. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pat myself on the back as a trendsetter. So, um, nothing you guys can say is going to take this away from me because um, I, I know, according to all my receipts, that I'm the reason that y'all watch this. So, so you're welcome. Um, first I want to say, I don't, I can't remember the, the main character's, uh, real name. Um, I think I, I'm almost positive his last name is Ramos. But anyway, the reason I wanted to talk to you guys about it, because I swear to you, that man's voice is sexy as fuck. I don't know what it is about it, but it just does not match his demeanor. And it's deep, it's like sultry, I fucking love it. Oh my god. Listening to him talk, even when he's saying some fucking rude shit, so fucking sexy. The scene where him and Zach Morris uh, was fighting, like the dude, uh, Zach punched him. I know that's not his name, but that's what I'm going to call him, no matter what his name is in the show. His name's going to be Zach Morris to me. But when he punched Trent, and then <laughs> he like smirked, and then they started fighting, that that shit was sexy as hell. I was like, oh my god. Is this man supposed to turn me on as much as he does? Because I fucking love it. Um, so the reason I, I was so intrigued about this show was because the, the main character seemed like somewhat like House. Um, I wasn't quite sure what was going to happen with him, like what his issue was going to be. But I was pretty sure he was going to be like a loner type. Um, that's what it looked like to me. Um, like, no matter, you know, how good he is, like, people don't really like him. And now <laughs> he's for sure alienated because his boss made him investigate the police. And y'all know the police, that's a gang right there. I know they be talking about gang activity and they be, like, having vice and, uh, what's that, the gang-related, uh, the gang division. And it's funny to me because the police officers are... You, like the majority white men and it's like a fraternity like the fact that i know a nurse who works in emergency room 
at the old hospital that I that I used to work at when I was staffed. She told me that her husband speeds all the time and he doesn't get a ticket no matter where he is, like no matter what city, state. He just tells them that he's a cop. So you could be a cop from Illinois and you get pulled over in Ohio and you just like you just show your badge like you when you get pulled over and they'll be like, oh, what's up? Uh, yeah. Um, oh, you're from Illinois. Like, motherfucker, you pulled them over for speeding. You're not going to bring that up. And they just go about their business. And I'm assuming they must put out like uh, like some type of like. I don't know, like through the chat that there's a, you know, an Illinois cop in the area of Ohio or Iowa or whatever. And then that's just fine. Like, that's asinine to me. Like, people, like, cops do shit that's illegal because they can. <laughs> but when you are one of the ones that go against the grain and you turn in your fellow officer, you're the one that's alienated. You're the one that is ridiculed. You are basically the number one enemy at like of everyone. And I remember when 2020, um, the 2020 um, protests were at their peak. There was so many stories coming out about cops who were fired because they thought someone was being too uh, like aggressive when they were like taking a uh, a perp down, and they they're the ones that got in trouble for it. Because I guess how dare you, you know you know, reprimand another, another fellow police officer. So <laughs> the fact that his, uh, police, his, uh, chief wanted him to, <laughs> to be the one to, uh, take them down. Like she set him up for failure, but I thought that was funny. So now he has like absolutely no friends. And then we find out that the, the black lady chief, who if I'm not mistaken, Christina, isn't that one of your favorite actress ladies? I, isn't she one of the ones that you say you love? I th I'm pretty sure she was in Westworld. Um, but anyway, um, she assigns the other black lady to be his partner. Um, and it turns out that her mom lost her, you know, what was it, 30 year, 32 year pension or whatever. And I was like, I'm sorry, sis. Like, I hate, I hate that a black woman got hit in the crossfire but you did dirt and clearly you got caught so you lost your like I don't understand why you mad at him I would be mad that my mom was doing some shit that was illegal <laughs> I was like you have me go through life being a law law um, enforcer and you fucking doing dirt like that shit would make me mad but I guess that's I guess it's not the reaction she had I did laugh though when um, she was talking to her son who was in college, a freshman in college, and I, I was all, I was all of will when he said, you have a college age son? How old are you? I was like, I need to know, sis, because, you know, sometimes it's hard for us to tell how old we are. Black don't crack. And uh, sometimes <laughs> that should be aging backwards, because I know Nia Long should not look as good as she does right now. I just watch, uh, the best men final chapters and Nia Long looked better now than she did back in the day because they had a flashback and I was like how is she aging backwards this shit ain't right and she don't look like those people who you know that look different because they've gotten some type of surgical alternate alteration she just looked like she's very useful like she does look she looks like an older woman but she doesn't look much different from how she looked when she was in Fresh Prince or when she was in the original Best Man movie. Like, girl, you are really doing the damn thing. Like, she looks fucking good. Um, and I'm mad we didn't get the answer to that question. Because either she had him when she was younger. Or she just, a, you know, a flawless beauty that is aging backwards like Nia Long. And I'm going to need them to tell us the answer. Because now we know her and Trent are going to be um, in... They're going to be together in a relationship, not a relationship. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> That's not what they call it. They don't, they don't call police relations. They're in a partnership. That's a better word. I was like, a relationship is not how they, they call when a person are paired together. <laughs> partnership. So we're going to see them together. Like they did seem to work very well together. And I, you know, and I don't know if we're just supposed to assume that 
you know, she is a very just observant person, but the way she read him um, and he read her was very, very intriguing. Um, when he was in the elevator and they were like, you know, uh, why did you ask me why um, if if you should take the lead? Like the fact that he even thought to ask her and then which because she read uh, the interaction between uh, Zach and, and Will. And just from that, she could tell that it was some shit was going to go down um, and that they knew each other. That was a pretty cool twist. I also enjoyed the twist um at the end where we saw will and the vice um officer i think i think she's a detective with the drug problem that they were in a relationship together and now i'm curious because i don't think as observant as trent is i bet you he didn't know she, he doesn't know she's on drugs or maybe he doesn't think she's still on drugs because She's supposed to be going to these uh, NA meetings, which she clearly is. If she's going, she's still lying because she's clearly still doing drugs. The way she so easily put that fucking. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware. Um, I work, you know, with medications all the time. So I know but that little like when he handed her that little clear little patch and she put it on. That was probably a fentanyl patch. And fentanyl is like 50 times more potent than um then um morphine it doesn't last as long in the body which is you know why they usually give it to people in the emergency room but the thing that people always that they don't understand is that because it's so potent that it's it's given you given to you in like a hundredths instead of like well, like you wouldn't get like a one milligram dose you would get like a one microgram <laughs> like it's very very tiny so who knows like those patches are meant to you know be absorbed in the skin um and people wear them for three days so she's probably gonna put it on and then lick it so it's probably not gonna be absorbed in the short amount of time but that's how people always have overdoses when people people die from fentanyl overdoses because they they're, they suppress their respiratory function from being too high their body literally just stops breathing and then they die that's neither here nor there but i do think i'm gonna throw this prediction out i think she's gonna end up doing some shit getting caught either almost dying or she gonna od like i just don't get a i just don't get a good vibe from her she looks very sickly and that actress has been in shows before that i've watched and she did not look like this so i feel like they probably have her looking sickly on purpose i don't know if they're gonna kill her off early like a big oh shit uh like wasn't expecting that like one of those surprise deaths or like she's supposed to look sickly because like they think it's the drugs is doing it to her but she has cancer or something like that it's gonna be one of those like twists but she doesn't look like she normally looks and i can't help but think because she has a drug problem that is probably done intentionally but i guess only time will tell like i said but i did like that twist um, I also enjoyed um, the fact that Will was an orphanage baby because I didn't even know orphanage group home things like really existed like that. It seemed like he was raised by a, a, a loving lady. Um, it's only so much you can do. Kids are going to bully no matter what. Um, but it seems like he was in somewhat of a, a loving relationship. Just quick question. And in, in, in you guys' opinion, and I'm talking to you, Christina, and everybody that's listening. Do you did you get the vibe that his girlfriend at the end was from the same orphanage? Because I don't remember her explicitly saying, but she said, do you want me to kick his ass like I did back then? And he was like, no. So that's how they know each other. They all was at the orphanage. I, I'm sure with this next episode, which for whatever reason isn't airing until the 14th of um, the 14th of January, which is Saturday, I pretty sure it didn't come on on Saturday. I don't know. It must in Illinois, maybe it's some type of game or something that's causing it because it's on CBS. So I think maybe that's why. But I know it's on Hulu, so I'm going to try and look it up on Hulu before. Um, because if it originally comes out, like, I think it's a, 
I think it's a Wednesday. Then it should be like there Thursday so I can watch it. But I'll I'll let you guys know. You can catch it on Hulu. Um, I like watching it on Hulu anyway because I don't have to watch commercials. And I don't have to fast forward through any commercials if it's on the DVR. Um, but what else? Um, I I just I, I think we'll get a better understanding of if they actually all knew each other when, with this next episode. Since Zach just showed up at his door talking about some... I found the man that took my daughter. <laughs> that was, I think that was probably my favorite thing because I love Zach. And Mark Paul Gosler can just can't get in shows that want to stay on. Like he, they, he made it through season two to blackish, no, mixish, and then they canceled it. It's like, seriously, what the fuck? Why my mans can't have a show? Every show he's ever in, I always fucking like. But for some reason, it does not translate to the rest of the world and um i hope he doesn't curse this show because we all know he doesn't have the best luck with shows i don't know why he just don't try and make movies because he's a good actor you keep getting roles you're still handsome even though you're old go try out for a fucking movie sir stop doing this like curse with the television show i feel like a movie would be more like less time consuming like you 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 only do it this amount of time and then you finish i don't know I, I would like to talk to his agent. <laughs> anyway, um, I can't wait to hear what you guys thought because, I, like I said, I have been waiting to hear what you guys want think about this show because I personally love it and I really hope it does do well. Um, I didn't want to get into the show, but I saw and I was like, this looks like some shit I would like. I know I had my rule. I'm wait. I'm waiting until season two to start watching till it's renewed for a second season before I start watching. But I broke it already. Clearly, 2023 isn't going to be the year where I actually stop giving shows a chance. I tried. <laughs> tried for, like, four days. <laughs> anyway, um, until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, me, me out. Thank you, Queen Shy, for your thoughts on the episode and your recommendation. You can keep all of them receipts. You can keep all the applause. You can... You can feel yourself all you want because you're correct. <laughs> this is on the schedule because you threw it out there and then it was co-signed and I was like, who the fuck is Zach? I need to know. I'm getting Hulu anyway. And here we are. And I'm glad. I'm glad that you threw it out. That's why I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm all about throwing out things that people say are good. You didn't tell me about the bear. You said you watched it live, but I need to know, is it good? <laughs> can i skip it do i need to watch it a little later let me know because you may comment on that one but the bear should be coming out later this week as well as far as the episode goes i'm with you i thought the exact same thing which i brought up in the recap was that they seem to have grown up all in the same orphanage together and i think that's gonna probably as you stated be the primary conversation that occurs next episode um why, why is Paul Mark Glosser not in movies? That's a good question. I think he'd be really good on Netflix movies too. But you got to get those contracts, man. I mean, he is a good actor. But I think with TV, he has a little bit more, you know, you're in that world. I, I think that it's taken for granted the ability to cross over from TV to movie. Like it's not as easily done even if you're really good on TV, it doesn't mean you get to transition over. Like it used to be a thing where most big Hollywood stars would not transition over to TV. Now they're doing so. And so that makes it even harder for people who are just TV actors. They'd have to get those bit roles. Plus I would think that with a movie, it's one paycheck. You know, you get this, this is your salary. We're giving you this versus in a TV show, you get more time, more paychecks, um, you get to have your name out there. And once you have a good relationship with that, with that studio, you can be tapped for other products. I, I can see his agent sticking with it, but I also fully understand what you're saying. He gets in a lot of shows that are canceled, but I, I know a lot of TV celebrities that are like that. They just move from show to show to show and they hope to, to have one that gets successfully picked up. But no, I hope he don't, he don't curse this shit. <laughs> Love you, but don't bring that person over here. I have a feeling he's not going to be in it more than the second episode. <laughs> And I hope that I don't, I don't, I think that Christensen is going to be around to stay. <laughs> she is listed in main cast. I mean, yeah, they could throw a, a, 
a Game of Thrones out there and kill off one of the main characters. But I think that's just going to be one of her journeys is this drug habit. And that's how sad that's that's what Euphoria did to me, that it's sad that I knew that that was fentanyl. <laughs> as soon as she put it on, I was like, ooh, you doing fentanyl? Girl, that's some serious shit right there. <laughs> but thank you, Euphoria, for teaching me all about drugs. Um, so yeah, I think that's definitely going to be her issue. I think that's going to be what the calls and the break and so on and so forth. Uh, I think when it comes to interpersonal, like being able to like, I feel Will is very surgical, but he's not very, he doesn't have an emphasis on the inter interpersonal relationships that go on between people. And thus Faith is going to be a, a good asset because she is able to, to feel more, but she also can, I mean, she's not stupid. She clearly can catch up with what he's putting down. Like as many as he looked over, she's like, okay, let me try look at the shoes. She's very much watching him watch the scene and seeing what she herself missed in that. And the fact that she even said, look, Amanda wants me to pull my weight. Yeah, I'm being bitchy about it, but I do seem to want to have a career and I need to stop step from under my mother's scandal. The actress herself is 32. So she definitely had that baby. <laughs> just, just saying. I know black don't crack, but fuck college, freshman in college? No, no, <laughs> no. I will say, in my humble opinion, I think I look better now than I ever did when I was younger, because I didn't have any sense of anything. It's just walking around life, in some skinny stonewashed jeans, didn't have no sense of style, didn't do my hair in any well manner. <laughs> so it could be that with certain actresses, you know, you you don't know who you are, and then you find yourself, and so that adds an extra glow. And you, you know, you figure out, okay, my face looks like, we you know, put my hair this way. It makes my face look this way. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Um, I did laugh. Then he was like, wait, the GBI can fix my computer? She's like, uh, even if it could, you're going to have to suck it up. Exactly. Exactly. I told you to back up your shit. You didn't back up your shit. So now you need to suffer the consequences, even though I can help you. Kids are always going to be like that. That's when we'll be hearing fucking my daughter better not call me. So, hey. <laughs> don't be nasty and up in people's houses and people and doing laundry they don't kick you out and lastly i do agree the lead actor is yummy and his voice is even yummier you talk dirty to me but that is going to conclude our podcast this week if you want to send feedback blackercouch.gmail.com you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic